Hi again, everyone. Yesterday, I brought you my discussion with a pediatric neurosurgeon from Kiev. Today, I'm bringing you another discussion that I had with Irina Kaparenko, a journalist currently in Ukraine. You might remember the Time article I referenced yesterday called The Fight to Save Lives in Ukraine's Largest Children's Hospital. This piece was written by Irina. I'll put the link for the article in the episode notes for this podcast. I was able to speak with Irina on the phone yesterday to hear more about the situation on the ground in Ukraine. I'm Irina Kiparenko from Ukraine. Uh, originally, I'm a journalist, but uh, also I'm a documentary filmmaker, and I work as full-time as a program manager in Ukrainian Institute. And these days, I doing many things and also reporting. And Irina, I found your name because I read your piece in, in Time Online uh, about the Children's Hospital in Kiev. Can you tell us from a general aspect what the last week has been like on the ground in Ukraine? Uh, it's already one week. <laughs> As for me, I feel that it's already a year or months, I don't know, past. <laughs> uh, okay, it starts uh, seven, seven days ago, I guess. Uh, I've been in Kiev, uh, and in the morning I heard this very uh, huge sound near my apartment i've been in the on the 15th floor uh yes and i went to the street with my mom and we saw uh, some metal pieces on the street and then i opened facebook and i saw that it happened in the big in the old big cities in ukraine and i understood that this starts its war and it started Already, so I spent a few days in Kiev, uh, and then I moved to another part of the country. But uh, I have contacts in the hospital, and of course, uh, when when you in dangerous place, your friends, uh, of course, after some time they started, how are you, where are you, and so on. And also, these my friends, doctors from the hospital, they wrote me, one of them. Uh, and uh, I asked, how are you, how work is going on? Because I know it's in normal life, it's very difficult to, to deal to uh, with this newborn babies and what, what you need to do if you need to go to the basement with this newborn. Sure, and Irina, can you tell us what else you're hearing from your friends that are physicians or nurses at the hospital? What is the situation like there? For the last two days, uh, they got from the volunteers food, water, and everything. Doctors stay inside already six or seven days uh, because it's dangerous to go outside. Uh, They live there with uh, patients, with children, with uh, parents. Um, It's more difficult to, to deal with the patients who are in oxygen uh, support uh, because they need to change this uh, balance every time after two, two hours and then uh, they need to change uh, the nurses and this balance so they run up to this new balance and come back uh, to the basement. And as for today, I know that they already moved to the basement that, that the most uh, equipment that they need for, for work. So they prepared for, for everything. How are they mentally managing this, you know, having to worry about their own safety, of course, but then 
having the responsibility of treating children and other patients in the hospital? Uh, my friend, uh, he said that he, uh, you know, he's really strong because he's a children heart surgeon, <laughs> and he already deal many many difficult things uh, in the life. But he tried to be calm. He tried to speak with the colleagues who not so calm. Uh, he he tried to find some work uh, inside. You know, some some regular stuff. To, to clean something or to prepare a tea, uh, not just focus it on uh, on the medical things. And they believe that uh, Russia stopped attack uh, Kiev, of course, in Ukraine, and they believe that they don't that that they stop shelling near the uh, hospital because uh, near the hospital there are cars uh, after shelling and people who died so uh, it's very dangerous to be in that in that place but they believe that uh, you know it's it, it's the last it's the worst uh, and it's really terrorist uh, things when you uh, shell uh, near the hospital or direct to the hospital I found it touching in your reporting that that you reported that the medical team is trying to boost morale of the children's having birthday parties for the patients. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, yeah. I, I saw this on the Instagram page and then I asked a little bit more. These days, some patients, some young, uh, some young, some children, of course, they have birthday and they took some small presents and uh, sing songs and wish everything good, have a good health. And also we have a foundation who support this hospital um, before the war and now, of course, they continue this work. Um, they organize uh, clones for oncology uh, patients. I won't take any more of your time, Marina. Is there anything else from your reporting that you think it's important for us to know? Uh, it's the main hospital. It's the main children's hospital that I know, but I feel that it's the worst situation in the regions. Uh, maybe you saw this uh, video report from AP. It's video from uh, Kherson, I guess, where the girl, uh, she died near the ambulance car. And they film it and they stop film it. Uh, they, uh, they, they continue to film it. And I think it's, of course, it's very terrible to see this video, but I think uh, all world need to know what happened because uh, children, they don't, they can't suffer. In. Well, thank you, Irina, for your time. We're thinking about you. We're praying for you. And uh, thank you for taking the time to speak today. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for listening. We'll speak again soon.